You are now listening to Christmas, taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org to listen to more messages like this one. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Merry Christmas and God bless you. Good afternoon. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. <coughs> Praise be to Yahweh and Yahshua and the highest. Amen? Amen. All right, so we're going to start in Luke 1. Christmas, Luke 1. His name is in Christmas. Christmas, okay? That's what it is. Christmas. Christmas, the anointing of God. Now, for the birth of Jesus Christ, for the birth of Jesus Christ, um, the new star was created. Okay? Two stars came together and created one star, the North Star, okay? Which is a beautiful star. Whenever there's something dramatic or something, I can call it dramatic, it's the wrong choice of words. Whenever there's something wonderful and magnificent that happens in heaven, a sign, a prodigy even, okay? And Jesus Christ himself, something's formed, a new something is formed in the heavens. And it's a beautiful thing. Jesus Christ, Savior, born on September 29th, the um, first day of the Feast of Tabernacles, and I'm going to document everything that I say, like I always do, because you need to understand this, in case it's brought to you in a way, you know, because more people are going away from Christmas, and they're not celebrating Christmas, okay? More, more people putting up, like my wife was saying, she saw a what tree? A basketball Christmas tree? And then now they're selling baseball trees. You can buy a tree made out of baseballs or footballs or hockey pucks or little hockey sticks. You know, it's a mess. Amen. It's a pure mess. So we're going to keep it fresh. We're going to keep it swish because that's what we have to do. Because that's what God said to do. And it's the only right way to do it. So Luke 1. If you don't know this. You will know it today. And I pray that it's embedded in your heart. That's the word of wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us. It's a beautiful thing. He's saying, we're the witnesses. We know it to be true. We recognize it, we understand it, and we want all of you to understand it, okay? That's why Luke is a, a great scribe. He's a great scribe. Luke wasn't even an apostle at all. He was not an apostle. So you're trying to name the 12 apostles, he ain't one of them, okay? At all. Verse 2. Even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. They were there. They were there. Amen? They were truly there. Therefore, they could be a witness. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding, perfect understanding. There's no doubt in this at all. No whatsoever. There's no doubting this at all, what he's saying here. Perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write unto you in order most excellent Theopolis. Theopolis in the Greek meaning beloved of Yahweh. So it's, it's, this is written to God's elect. Okay? This is written to God's elect so that you can understand the truth. So you can understand the actual birthday of Jesus Christ. That's what Theopolis means. Four. That thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. The times, the dates, the facts, the truth. Period. Verse 5. There was in those days of Herod, Herod is the king, Herod Antipas, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, which means remembered of Yah, of the course of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. She was, Aaron is the first high priest. In order to marry a priest, you must be directly in the line of a priest, okay? Zechariah was a priest. Elizabeth was the daughter of Aaron, who is the first priest of God, book of Exodus. And it's very, very important that you understand that. Let's go to this, um, a course of Abiah here. It's 
Let's talk about that for a second. Course of Abaya. Abaya, it just means a date. It's a date. So we can nail down the birth date of Jesus Christ. Exactly. That's what Abaya means. It's a date. So there's no denying this. Okay? In First Chronicles, David created these courses to keep um, the priests from being overworked. Okay? Abaya is one of the 24 courses that David created. God told him to. 24 in numerics means priesthood. Priesthood. Okay? So you know it is for the priest. So, there's 24 courses of the priest that's responsible for the temple and what you're supposed to do in the temple as a priest. Each course serves two weeks, about six months apart. Abaya was the eighth course, which means new beginnings. So, I want you to see how everything's working out because through Christ we have new beginnings. Amen? We have new beginnings. Abaya was the eighth course, which means new beginnings. 24 is the order of the priesthood. He would be the priest and the king, Jesus Christ. Eight is new beginnings with Christ. We have new beginnings, a new grace on top of grace, on top of grace, fresh grace. Amen? Every time you get fresh grace. There's nothing that you could do in the flesh except murder, rape, and kidnapping. Okay? That you need to be executed for and sent to the Father. To have forgiveness there. What are those three things? Murder, kidnapping, and rape. Fonyons. Murder. Premeditated murder. Not an accident. Not an accident. Let's continue here. So that's this course that he's on here. Verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord, blameless. They did what's right. As a as priests should do. Amen. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years. They were in their 70s. Okay. Or, well, yeah, mid-70s if I'm not mistaken. I don't think I am. Mid-70s. And back to verse 6, and they both were righteous before God. You know what that means? That means that they met the requirements to be priests. And to be married to serve this course of Abiah. Elizabeth was of the daughters of Aaron. And Zechariah was a Levite son of Aaron. So they both were priests. And of the priest line. Glory to God. And Elizabeth was stricken in years. And she was barren all these years. And she couldn't have a child. Now to have a child is a beautiful thing. To not have a child as a priest, as a, a woman, and their husband's a priest, that's a problem. Amen? That's a problem. It's like, um, why can't you have a child? What's going on with that? What are you doing wrong? Quite sure that's what they said. What are you doing wrong? I ain't doing nothing wrong. I just can't have a baby. Simple as that. Seven. And they had no child because I read that. And it came to pass. That while he executed the priest office before God in the order of his course, Abiah, eighth course, according to the custom of the priest office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Now, where do you burn if you... I did this a while ago, though. I probably need to refresh it. In the temple of the Lord, the, um, the incense offering, the incense place, is right in the Holy of Holies. Right in the Holy of Holies. Amen. That's where God and Christ dwell. That's where the throne of God. That's where the Ark of the Covenant is. It's not on earth, the Ark of the Covenant. So let's talk about this course again. Now, this date, this date of Abiah that he was serving in, write this down, June 13th to the 19th. June 13th to the 19th. Okay? Verse 10. That's Zechariah's course. 10. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the... At the time of the incense. So when the when the prayers go up, the incense go up as well. The smoke goes up as well. That's what the incense are symbolic of prayers. Okay? If you read in the book of Revelations, I can't think off the top of my head what um verse and chapter it is, but it talks about how before the throne of God, the um prayers of the righteous are, and it's the incense that God has flowing before his throne. Okay? Verse 10. 
And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. So he's praying inside doing it, and they're praying outside. There's a lot going on. Beautiful thing going on. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Hold on. The angel of the Lord. Gabriel's the angel connected to Israel. Okay? And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, gift of God. John. Now, they've been asking for this child for years. For years. For years. And sometimes God take a long time. Right? It is what it is, right? It is what it is. His time is the best time because he needs who to be born right now? John the Baptist. Right now, at this moment, right now, he needs him to be born. He didn't need him to be born 10 years ago when she was 60. He didn't need him to be born 20 years ago when she was 50. He didn't need him to be born 30 years ago when she was 30. He didn't need that. He needed him born right now while she's in her 70s. Okay? So, that's what it is. Whenever God gives a gift or whenever God does something for you, that's a miracle, that's wonderful, Right? He always equips you to be able to take care of whatever he's giving you, amen? He always does that. With strength, with wisdom, understanding, truth, the whole nine yards. Period. That's who God is. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Why? Because he is the last prophet of God. He is the last prophet of God, John the Baptist. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. Now, what's strong drink? Let's not get it twisted. I hope people understand what strong drink is, okay? Because the Bible talks about, wait a minute, the Bible talks about strong drink. So, wine could be strong, but it ain't strong, okay? Wine is, God made wine so we can consume wine, okay? But not to the point where you can't stand straight or think straight. Your head's dizzy. That's not, that's too much. That's an overconsumption, okay? Strong drink is... Everything else, right, 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 yeah. I'm not a drinker, so I wouldn't know. Right, so strong, strong drink is brown liquor, white liquor. Is there another color? Brown liquor, white liquor, and malt liquor, which is beer, okay? So, it got to be something else. God wants us not to partake of strong drink. He wants us to be disciplined in strong drink. Why? Why is he saying... That he don't want um, John the Baptist to have strong drink. What does strong drink come with? Spirits. Heavy spirits. The priest shouldn't be drunk. Amen. That's just the truth. And he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. From his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. Beautiful verse. That's a beautiful promise right there. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias, that's Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and to and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord, for Jesus Christ. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful verse. It really is a beautiful verse. Now, with that being said, I would be amiss if I did not go to Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Hold your place there. Malachi 3, 1. You ain't got far to go. This speaks of John the Baptist. Because he says he's coming in the spirit of Elijah. And he would have been Elijah if they would have accepted him. But what did they do to John the Baptist? They chopped his head off. They chopped his head off. That's why he wasn't Elijah. But he came in the spirit of Elijah. So little graphic, but it is what it is. So Malachi 3, 1, if you have a say, glory to God. Behold, I, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. This is God speaking of himself and of John the Baptist. Himself in the, in the sense of Jesus Christ. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen? And the Lord, whom ye seek, shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger 
of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord Yahweh of hosts. How did, how did the priesthood not know that this was the Messiah? You know what I mean? How did they not know? It's written everywhere that Jesus Christ would come. A virgin shall conceive. A virgin shall conceive. Right? Here we go. Isaiah 7, 14. That's where it is. Here we go. Verse 2. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire, like fuller's soap. Fuller's soap is what they make perma. And you know what that does, right? Women. Some men. You know what that does, right? Fuller's soap, right? It burns their hair. It makes it straight. If you keep it in too long, you won't have no hair. That's just the truth. It's, really, it's a really bad thing. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of what? Silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord Yahweh an offering and righteousness. So when could you offer an offering to God? Only when it's a righteousness. And who makes and who who does the purging? Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus Christ. So if you're not purged, you can't really offer anything, amen? And that's just the truth. For then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord Yahweh, as in the days of old, and as in the former years. And I will come near to you to judgment, and I will be swift, be a swift witness against the sorcerers, the wicked ones, the false prophets, the false teachers, even Antichrist, and against the adulterers. And against the false swearers, and against those that oppress the hireling and his wages. Those who don't treat people right. Amen? Amen. The widow and the fatherless, and that turn aside the stranger from his right. And fear not me, saith the Lord Yahweh of hosts. You got a problem if you don't fear God. Amen? Amen. A serious problem if you don't fear God. For I am the Lord Yahweh. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. I made a promise to you. I will keep that promise. Praise God. Ye sons of Jacob, you are not consumed. Let's go to math. Let's go to, um, I'm going to turn the page real quick. Micah 4, verse 5. Micah 4, 5. That was the first advent. Okay? I'm speaking of John the Baptist. And Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, okay? Let's go to um, Micah 4, 5. If you have a say glory to God. Glory to God. Well, here we go. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Now, wait a minute. This is the second advent. I thought Elijah was coming. Elijah came in the spirit of John the Baptist. But there's Elijah de facto, one of the two witnesses who will be here in this final generation when Christ returns at the second advent to kick butt. Not to be crucified, not to be swaddled like a baby in a manger, not to be Googled at, not to be breastfed. Not this time. He's coming back with every crown on a steed, a war horse. Amen? With the armies of heaven following him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Remember ye, wait, I'm going to do five again. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming in the great and dreadful day of the Lord. It's dreadful. <laughs> it's only dreadful to people who don't serve God. For I wait upon this day. It's a day of rewards for his elect and blessings. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children. Yeah, there's fathers, there's plural, there's two. Two fathers, one Satan and the other one's Yahweh. Behold, I will send you Elijah. That's one of the two witnesses at this time. The prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord Yahweh. And I will, and he shall turn the hearts of the fathers, two fathers, one father is Satan, the other father is Yahweh, to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Mm. That's the second advent. 
That's that time where Jesus Christ, no one's crucifying him. He's not laying down. Amen? Amen. Not laying down at all. Either you're for him or you're not for him. And if you're not for him, you're in trouble. Simple as that. Simple as that. Hold your place in Luke. Matthew 11. Matthew 11, 7. John was the last prophet. John was a great prophet. Watch this. I'm going to tell you how important John was to this mission of Jesus Christ, to the first advent. Matthew 11, 7, if you have some glory to God. Christ speaks of John the Baptist after his beheading. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitude concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? Question. A reed shaken in the shaken with the wind? Someone who's, who says on one thing one day, and then someone who says something else another day? Nope, that's not what you see. Not with John. Not with a true priest of God at all. Watch this. But what went ye out to see? Question. A man clothed in soft raiment? Somebody rich? Nope. Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out to see? Question. A prophet. Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way for thee, for the Lord. Amen. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, have, there have not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, because they're in heaven. That's how great John was. This is Jesus Christ speaking of John the Baptist. Praise God. It's a beautiful thing. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. So there's war in heaven. There's continuous war in heaven. Continuous war because of who? Whenever God, when Christ said, get thee behind me, Satan, Satan went to heaven. And ever since he was there, there's been troubles. He's a troublemaker. 13. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John. Meaning they prophesied until John. Meaning John is the what? Last prophet. There's no more prophets after John. This is Christ speaking this. Therefore it's law. And if and no other prophet came. So when someone says I'm a prophet. They're a prophet liar. Because they're not a prophet at all. And if ye will receive it. This is Elias. Which was. For to come. So if you receive him, he will be Elijah. He will be Elijah. But they didn't receive him, they cut his head off. So therefore, Elijah still has to come. Jesus Christ has to die. Second advent must take place. A lot of people must suffer. Because of the wickedness of the world. 15. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Praise God. That's just the truth in a nutshell. Okay, let's go back to um, Luke, verse 18, I believe. Verse 18. Do you have a say glory to God? Zechariah said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is stricken in years. We're both old. We can't have no kids. I don't want to take care of no kid. You asked for a kid, right, Zechariah? And now you're, you're, you're throwing out doubt. And negativity, that's not a good thing. Meaning, whereby shall I know this? You know who you're talking to? This is Gabriel who stands in the presence of God all day long. And the angel answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God. And I am sent to, to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. This is a blessing. And you don't believe? This is a blessing. That's why people who don't believe, they're going to always be without. When you don't believe, well, I can't see it happening. I can't see it. I can't see it. That's your fault. You're going to be without. This upset Gabriel because you don't have faith in God. That's a problem. 20. Watch this. And behold, 
Thou shalt be dumb. Now, we, we did dumb last week. Okay, we talked about how. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season, in their time. Now, I want you to see that when you don't believe there's a problem. Now, he's a priest, right? Am I not mistaken? He's a priest, right? He's avidly in the word of God, right? Just like, not like everybody in here should be, but like, you know, should be in the word. You should know the word of God. You should know when a prophecy is coming to pass, amen? Right? Now, Zechariah is doubting this whole thing. It is a beautiful thing when everything lines up and comes together perfectly, amen? It's just beautiful. It's just the way it is. So he's saying, I want you to remember, Zechariah, everything will be fulfilled in this time. Go with me to um, Daniel 9. Hold your place here. Daniel 9, verse 21. Daniel 9, 21. Hold your place here. Make sure I say that right. Right before the minor prophets. How many of you think that the book of Daniel should have been in the New Testament? I think it should have been right before um, right after Malachi. That's just my opinion. It don't really matter. You can go to it. Daniel 9, 21. The same Gabriel speaking to um, Daniel. He's going to break He's gonna break this whole thing down for you. Because that's who Gabriel is. If you have it, please say glory to God. Glory to God. And it reads, verse 21. Yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, which means mighty man of God, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused... To fly swiftly touched me about the time of the evening oblation. The evening oblation. It's like five o'clock. It's like five o'clock. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. Yeah, who wouldn't take that, right? At the beginning of the supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee. For thou art greatly beloved, therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. What I'm about to say to you. Seven weeks are determined upon thy people. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgressions and to make an end of the sins. And to make a reconciliation of, of equity and to bring an everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and the prophecy and to anoint the Most High. That's Jesus Christ. Okay? That's Jesus Christ himself. I'm going to read the whole thing and then I'm going to explain what he's saying here. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to, the, to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah... The prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again in the wall, even in troubled times. In troubled times. Now listen, what, what is Gabriel saying? Those of you who, are, who did come down here with me, I went to full detail of this years ago. And I'll, I'll do a quick overlay of it right now. So Gabriel just told Daniel how long it would be before the nativity, the birth of baby Jesus Christ. Okay? That's what he just told him. Okay? 70 years. Daniel, you got 70 years until the birth of Jesus Christ comes. Okay? From the time he's speaking to him. Watch this. 69 weeks would pass the one week we call the gap fairy listen now the last week is the end of this earth age mm. you got the first advent the second advent and the end of the earth age praise God, praise God. but the middle of the week is where Satan Antichrist comes in. People always look to the to the 
beginning of the week and the end of the week. You got a middle. You got, you got a whole middle of the week. What are you doing in the middle of the week? Middle of the week, the Antichrist is going to be here causing trouble. That final week. That final week. Watch this. So he gives the first advent and the second advent of Jesus Christ. The birth of Christ. And he also gives the death of Christ. And then he gives the return of Jesus Christ. And then he gives, in the middle of the week, the, the false Christ who will be here, Antichrist, and this final generation. And then he gives the third earth age. All in this little paragraph right here. Okay? And that's a beautiful thing. It really, really is. So, for those of you with the companion Bible, I can help you out. Okay? And Appendix 179 gives you the whole birth of Jesus Christ. From the day of, from the um, first day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Okay? And how he was circumcised on the eighth day of the feast, the last day. Okay? From his birth to the last day. Okay? Want another appendix again? Appendix 179. Let me read 26. Just for ha-ha's. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off. Who's cutting Messiah off? Who's cutting Messiah off? No, who's wait, who's cutting him off? Who's cutting Messiah off? Okay? He came, he died, he rose, okay? We're all the way up. Now we're in the middle of the week. Where are we? Who's in the middle of the week? Antichrist. Antichrist. So if Antichrist is cutting Messiah off, that means they're taking away that what? Holy Communion. He's taking away that Holy Communion. He's going to tell the world, you don't need the Holy Communion because I'm here. And he's not the true Christ. What's this? But not for himself and the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end thereof shall be with a flood, a flood of lies. And unto the end of the war, desolation, desolations are determined. Book of Daniel. Fire. Lots of fire. Lots and lots of fire. Fire. Here we go. <laughs> Book of Daniel. I love it. Let's go back to Luke. Verse 21. I told you I'm going to go into more depth here. Okay? And just so you can get it. If you have a say, glory to God. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, for they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. Again, this word beckoned in verse, in verse 22 is Dienuo, to express with signs, because one can't speak at all. Now, for a priest, that's the problem, right? A priest should be able to speak right or wrong. And Gabriel said you would be speechless. 23. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, hold on, we got to go to the chart. She hid herself five months. Now, what was his course date? June 13th to the 19th, correct. Okay? Now, so on June 19th, he left for his home. On June 19th, Zechariah left for his home. He got home on the 25th, okay, of June. Elizabeth conceived John on the 25th of June. Then she hid herself for five months. Which brings us to what? November. November what? 25th. November 25th. Okay. July, August, September, October, November 25th, right? Okay. Verse 26. Here we go. Gabriel's at it again, spreading more joy. Okay, 
And in the sixth month, that's one month ahead of five, right? So now what day do you have? December 25th. Okay? That's the day we call Christmas, right? And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city called Galilee named Nazareth on December 25th. This is after John was conceived. Watch this. To a virgin, a spouse, to a man whose name was Joseph. A good man. Joseph was a good man. Mary was a good woman. Of the house of David. Now, Joseph was not of the house of David, but Joseph, again, is just a stepdad of Jesus Christ. So his lineage don't really matter, but it does in a sense, but it don't. Okay? Because it doesn't touch Jesus. Mary's does. And the virgin's name was Mary, a tear. That's her name, a tear. Isn't that beautiful? A tear. 28. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Yeah. Blessed art thou among women, being chosen of Yahweh. Yahweh's elect. Praise God. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. <clears throat> and the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, fear not, a tear, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, Yahshua, Yahweh's Savior in the Hebrew tongue or in the Greek. Yahweh's Savior. Many know him as Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Amen. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will walk on water? Every time you kiss the face of your baby, you're kissing the face of God? What? That's amazing, right? It's amazing. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God, turn the page, shall give unto him the throne of his father David, king of kings, lord of lords. Hands down. Verse 33. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. How long does his kingdom last? Forever. Period. It's good to be on the right team. And of his kingdom, there shall no, there shall be no end, period. It is forever. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Question. That's a fear. That's a fear question, right or wrong. She's not doubting. It's a fear question. She ain't doing what Zechariah did. He doubted. This is a fear question because she's a virgin. She's a straight virgin. How shall this be, seeing I have never been with a man? 35, and the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Wow. The Son of God. Shall be called the Son of God. 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, hold up, she hath also conceived in her, a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, December 25th, the day of Christmas. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So, what you have here is um, their birthrights, okay? And I want you to understand their birthrights here, okay? Mary was of Judah because of her father, Eli. He was of Judah, okay? Also, Mary's mother was a Levitical daughter of Aaron, the first priest. In order to be a priest, you would have to be a child of Aaron. Amen? Amen. Elizabeth and Mary are what? 
Okay. Elizabeth was of Aaron's daughters as well because they were sisters. Making Mary of Judah, king line, and of Levi's king line, the priest line. Okay? So Christ would be king of kings and lord of lords all in one. Amen? You see how that works, right? It's a beautiful thing, right? All in one. Let me just go to Luke um, 3 real quick. We're going to Luke 3. There's a place there. Luke 3. It's a quick turnover. Luke 3, verse 23. Okay, you ready? Luke 3, 23. If you have a say glory to God. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed the son of Joseph, meaning um, son-in-law, as supposed meaning son-in-law of Joseph, which was the son of Heli, which was the son of um, Matthai, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Melchai, which was the son of Janiah, which was the son of Joseph. Watch this. We're going to go all the way down to 31. Which was the son of Meli, which was the son of Mena, which was the son of Mathitha, which was the son of Nathan, which was the son of David. Okay? And those people have no importance to you. I'm explaining to you these people that I just read to you are. Okay? All the way down to David would be the um, priesthood. Okay? Jesus Christ came through Nathan, which is another one of David's sons. Okay? Another one of David's sons. Um, 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 what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Mary, mother... Okay, was of um, the priesthood. Everything coming together, making it one coin, front and back. The front, the kinghood, the back, the Levitical priesthood. Glory to God. I hope you follow me there. Okay, it's a beautiful thing. And incidentally, without this information, you can't have the key of David. Because the key of David gives you the true seed line of Jesus Christ. And it also gives you the seed line of Satan. Glory to God. Let you know he is a Kenite. Let's go back to Luke. Back to Luke. I believe I'm in verse 37. Again, we discovered that this is December 25th, the date of Christmas. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, when, what does it take for someone not to celebrate Christmas? Someone who don't celebrate Christmas, okay? Because they don't know, amen? They do not know. Now, I want you to think about the deception of them not knowing. Them not knowing how deep it is. How deep it is. It's extremely deep. It's extremely deep. It really is. And then you have people who celebrate it wrong altogether, okay? Who... Won't try to get the truth of the situation. They celebrate it wrong, amen? You have to understand, they celebrate it wrong. Some people won't even put up a tree, which is symbolic of God. Some people won't even um, go through the whole gift thing, which is symbolic of Jesus Christ. Some people won't even put up lights, which is symbolic of Jesus Christ being the light that will come into the world. Okay? It's a beautiful thing. It, it's a beautiful thing, Christmas. It really is. Gotta be some type of Scrooge not to celebrate it. Some type of Scrooge. So let's continue here. Let's go to um, verse 38. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. That's faith. And the angel departed from her. I know he said, What a girl. What a girl, Mary. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into the city of Judah. This is the same day 
This is the same day. They lived um, an hour away by donkey. <laughs> it's true. They took a donkey. Right. <laughs> she lived an hour away by donkey. What they would do, they would have a huge basket. And they would place it on a donkey. And she would sit in the basket, shielding her from the sun as she walked. Now, they had servants, this family. They weren't poor. Okay? They were not poor. They had servants. They had the first um, Uber, basically. Mary, here's your, here's your donkey. Go to where you have to go. Basically what it was. That costs money. This is the same day, December 25th. And entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And it came to pass that... When Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. Mm. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So John the Baptist, six months old, when Mary spoke to Elizabeth, the presence of Jesus Christ in her womb made John the Baptist leap, the last prophet, his cousin. Glory to God. Amen. And that's just the truth. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Now, who told her that she was pregnant? Who told Elizabeth that Mary was pregnant with the Son of God? Nobody. This is the Holy Spirit, man. Right? And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me. It's humbling, right? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ear, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Praise God. And blessed is she that believeth, that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things. It really is beautiful. Now I want you to understand something here. This is proof that instantly, instantly, when conception takes place, instantly, the spirit and the soul, God places directly into the woman. Okay? Instant. There's no weak there's no three weeks. There's no four weeks. The spirit and the soul is living inside the belly. Instantly. Okay? As soon as concep conception happens. So when you lay down the play, <coughs> conception happens instantly. Instantly. So be careful. There we go. <laughs> so be careful. Watch this. Um, 46. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done unto me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Man, I wish I could be in that room. What? This parish just speaking. Bang, 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 bang. And what makes this marvelous is because Elizabeth did not know that she was pregnant with Jesus Christ. This is the Spirit telling her this. This is the Spirit. And it's a beautiful thing, amen? Amen. It really is a beautiful thing. 51. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has hoped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Praise God. Praise God. 
Just stay there for a little bit. I would stay too. In the presence. So I want you to see. Just from that one chapter, I nailed down the birth of Jesus Christ. I nailed down the conception of Jesus Christ, basically. Okay? And now you know that it's, he was not born December 25th. He was conceived on December 25th, and that the gift of God was given to the world, the light of God given to the world on December 25th. Why we celebrate Christmas. Amen? Amen. That's why we do it. That's why it should be so joyous. Because the gift of God came. Amen? Amen. It came. It's beautiful. Nobody could deny that. Facts are facts. Truth is truth. Let's go to Luke chapter 2. Let's, let's get Jesus born here. September 29th. Let's get him born. Let's push. <laughs> get it? Let's push. No. Here we go. Right. <laughs> let's push him out. Here we go. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Now, what you need to understand is that Rome controlled the whole world at this time. Okay? They absolutely did. They controlled the whole world. Every part that was populated, Rome controlled it. There was a governor station on every continent. Okay? And governor stations on every continent. And they controlled it. Okay? Thank God that didn't last too long. Okay? Could you imagine if they had control today? What? Everybody eating pasta. All the time. <laughs> Be a problem. Watch this. Two. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. This is the problem. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Now, the very fact that he did this, now, this is just Augustus obeying God, Yahweh, because Jesus Christ had to be moved from. Um, Nazareth, they had to be moved from there to go all the way to Bethlehem so Jesus could be born in the house of bread. Okay? Bethlehem. Praise God. It's a beautiful thing. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem. House of bread. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. You find that in um, Matthew, book of Matthew. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. She's ready to. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothing and cloths, meaning medical bandages. This is Luke's fingerprint. Because Luke was a medical doctor. And laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the end. Nobody would take him in. Nobody would take her in this way. Why? The, all the ends were full because of what? Holiday. Feast of Tabernacles. Every end was full. God made sure of that. Okay? At the Feast of Tabernacles. Nobody would take her in. They had no room. They could, they could have offered them a million dollars. They wouldn't have took them in. They had no room. God sets everything up the proper way. Um, eight. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. Now, hold up, stop, pause. If this was December 25th, the flock wouldn't be in the field because there would be nothing for them to eat in the field. Right. Correct? Mm -hmm. um, Feast of Tabernacles, that's the time of harvest. Amen? Amen. That's the time of harvest. Everything's full. Everything's just ending from summer. And it's full. So the sheep were eating fine. And the shepherds were in the field because it wasn't too cold. You know, it was Indian summer. Right? It's probably like 70 degrees at night. So that proves that this ain't December 25th. Because the shepherds <coughs> were in the field. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, speaking to the shepherds. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you glad good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Amen. Amen. Savior. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. 
and medical bandages. 13. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men, mankind. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, the house of bread, for he is the bread of life, Jesus Christ, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them, as it was told unto them. Now why are they glorifying and praising God? Their captivity in sin is done. It's done away with. Your captivity in sin is done away with. Sin has no more power over you because the gift of God that was given to the world. Glory to God. Amen. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? They're taking them to get circumcised now, which is the eighth day, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen? He was mm -hmm. born the first day of the Feast of Tabernacles on September 29th. So the Feast of Tabernacles began. That's why we celebrate at the end of the month of September. Amen? And when the eighth days were accomplished for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Yahshua, which was so named of, of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, right to the temple to get circumcised. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that open that openeth the womb shall be called the holy, shall be called holy to the Lord. That opens up the matrix shall be called holy to the Lord. Started with Abraham. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. Okay. Beautiful thing. A turtle dove and the two young pigeons um, it, it um, sanctifies Jesus. Because the turtle dove is symbolic of what? <laughs> the Holy Spirit. And the pigeons are clean. 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon. Which means hearing. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. Waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Spirit. I want you to see how the Holy Spirit works, okay? I want you to see. He reveals things, okay? That he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. It's an old man. He's waiting to see his consolation, his freedom. His freedom from bondage, his freedom from sin. Amen? Glory to God. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, they took him, they, then he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, he just took him from Mary. Just took him. Lord, now let us, let me talk like him. Lord, now let us thou, thy servant, depart in peace. According to thy word. That's exactly how we sound. Okay? You think I'm joking. Here we go. Um, 30. For my eyes have seen the salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. A light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph... And his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rise again of many in Israel. 
and for a sign which shall be spoken against, yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Mm. Listen, Jesus Christ, why would why would a heart pierce her soul? Why would a heart pierce his mother's soul? Not a literal spear, but a spiritual spear. Why would it pierce her soul and her heart? Yeah, watching your child die on the cross? Yeah, that's something, right? You would have a pierced heart. All right. So I nailed it down for you, okay? The true date of Jesus Christ's birth is what? September 29th. He was born the first day of the Feast of Tabernacles. He was circumcised the, eighth, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles. That's easy, right? You can't mess that up, right? The course of Abiah means it's a date. It's a date. So when did Zechariah serve his date? June 13th to the 19th, right? He went home, okay? God gave him the urge to get busy with his wife. Okay, he got, they got busy, right? And then after they got busy, they conceived, right? Instantly, John the Baptist went in the womb. Bang! Instantly, okay? Then, she hid herself five months, brought us to November 25th. I'm going off the top of my head. And then, um, a month later, on the sixth month, which is December 25th, Gabriel went to a town called Nazareth, okay? And spoke to Mary, and then she conceived. Bang! The Holy Spirit came upon her. She conceived that same day with Yahshua, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. She was so happy, she went to her um, aunt's house. An hour away by donkey, she got there, and then the Holy Spirit started to preach. And here we are. December 25th is Christmas. September 29th is the Feast of Tabernacles, the beginning of Jesus' birthday. Okay? Now let's nail down this tree. Okay? Why we should put one up. Okay? It's called Hosea 14. Hosea 14. Why we should put a tree up. This is why we do Holy Communion on Christmas. Hallelujah. Hosea 14.4 God speaking through Hosea As you know God told Hosea to go take a harlot For a wife right? He said take a harlot for a wife Because that's how Israel's acting okay? Like a hooker Here we go Now he's going to tell them something He's going to prophesy to them about something Hosea chapter um, 10 verse 4 if you have a say glory to, glory to God. In closing, I will heal their backsliding. It's a lot of that. I will love them freely, for my anger is turned away from them. When they, but when would this happen? When, when would this happen? What must they do? And how, and how do they get to repent? By accepting baby Jesus. Okay? By accepting baby Jesus. That's the only way your backsliding will be healed. That's the only way your captivity will be lifted. Amen. I will be as the dew unto Israel. I will always be there. The dew is always there. Okay. I will be more than enough, he's saying. He shall grow as, a, as the lily and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. A cedar tree. That's what Lebanon is. A cedar tree. And what's a cedar tree? A Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. What's this? His branches shall spread, and his beauty shall be as the olive tree, and his smell as Lebanon, which is a cedar tree. That's a beautiful thing. It really is. They that dwell under the shadow shall return. They shall revive as the corn. Corn always pops back up, doesn't it? You can cut it down to the root is popping back up. And grow as the vine. The scent thereof shall be as the wine of what? Lebanon. Of Lebanon, which is what? An evergreen. A Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. I love the smell of my evergreens in my yard. I, I love it. It just... Smells so fragrant. And the spring is fragrant and the summer is fragrant, but in the winter, for some reason, it's extra fragrant. Okay? It's just extra. Watch this, verse 8. Ephraim shall say, What have I to do anymore with idols? I don't need idols no more. I know the truth. 
I don't need idols anymore. I know the truth. I don't need a baseball tree. I don't need a tree made out of purses or, or, or diamond rings. Santa baby. <laughs> I don't need that stuff. I don't need to worship something. I worship God, Yahweh. I have heard him and observed him. I am, this is God speaking, like a green fir tree. From me is thy fruit found. You don't need to go anywhere. I am a green fir tree. I am a Christmas tree. Green fir tree meaning an evergreen, meaning I'm ever growing. He never died. That's, the, that's one of the only trees. Matter of fact, hold on. That's the only tree mm -hmm. that stays green year-round. Mm -hmm. The only tree. Ever living. Praise God. For me is thy fruit found. I will provide for you. Verse 9 to close out. Who is wise? And he shall understand these things. Prudent. And he shall know them. For the ways of the Lord Yahweh are right. And the just shall walk in them. But the transgressors shall fall therein. Some people are going to put up a tree, some people ain't. Some people are going to worship God, some people ain't. Some people are going to know that Christmas is important to God, some people aren't. Amen? Amen. It's extremely important to God. So therefore, it should be extremely important to you. A baby was born with the perfect imprint for nails in his hand and a perfect back for scarring and a perfect feet for nails. Okay? And a perfect head for a crown of thorns. Okay? A baby was born as the perfect lamb of God for a sacrifice to release us from sin. You can't beat that. What a gift. What a gift that brings in eternal life. Remember to stay in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yada, yada, yada. Amen. Would you like a copy of this essential message concerning the true birth date of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? This message is only available on select podcast platforms for a limited time. If you were moved by today's message, please download it via our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. We hope you enjoyed today's message. May God bless you.